No, it, it's fine. It's it's doing good. It's just I can feel it a little bit, but it's also because I'm playing and. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Uh, Lord God, you are good. Uh, Lord, this world does not offer us uh, a lot to be grateful for in and of itself. But Lord, we know that every good and every perfect gift comes down from you. And so you give us much to be thankful for in the midst of the hardness and the sorrow and the heartache, the fear, the frustration, the grief. Uh, Lord, today we, uh, we know that we can thank you for all of our physical needs being seen after. Uh, we can thank you for the way that you've walked with us whenever our physical needs were not seen after, were not met. How you shepherded us through and carried us through hard times. Uh, but today, Lord, we want to um, we want to have our eye not on our physical, but on our spiritual. And so, Lord, we pray and we ask that you would uh, help us to bask in, celebrate, stand in awe of, marvel at. Be deeply and profoundly grateful for all that you've done for us. Uh, Lord, we pray and we ask that you would attend to us in this next few minutes. And we pray these things in the mighty, resurrected name of Jesus. Amen. Nothing like a pop, 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 pop in the prayer, right? Well, this morning we are uh, here uh, and we are here to worship the Lord, and every, every time we come together, we want to worship the Lord, and, and we have a particular emphasis this week on uh, gratitude, on thanksgiving, and of course, um, as I sent out in our Friday, um, Friday email, uh, thanksgiving is an American uh, holiday, it's an American tradition holiday that uh, comes off of uh, those, those early settlers coming into America, uh, the, the pilgrims making their way, um, uh, facing horrible, atrocious conditions, um, and, uh, and, and, and losing a lot of lives, uh, having a lot of sickness and a lot of uh, heartache and uh, death, and, 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 and then how um, the uh, Native Americans were able to, uh, they were able to come together at some points and uh, to help one another out, uh, to show them how to cultivate the land, and um, and 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 so uh, there is this there's this uh, commemoration of this uh, this holiday in which you not just thank the Lord for um, you know the, uh, the 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 protection and watch care over those initial settlers, uh, but we uh, thank God for um, for all the blessings that we've been able to receive. Uh, down through the ages. Uh, but uh, today we're going to gather around uh, the Lord's table. And uh, unlike the turkey and the ham and the uh, cranberry sauce and 
um, and uh, you know, sweet potato pie, uh, green bean casserole, um, you know, buttermilk pie, pumpkin pie. Uh, y'all's mouth watering yet, right? Uh, we gather around this this festive meal, which actually uh, predates. Uh, you know, we have this, these elements, uh, but these elements even predate Jesus. They go all the way back to the Passover, to that time where uh, where God uh, rescued His children Israel out of captivity from Egypt, and this is that meal in which uh, they prepared it and trust that God was going to deliver them. And God did deliver them. And so then they would, uh, they would return every year and celebrate this festive meal uh, to remember God's deliverance. And Jesus took that, that Thanksgiving meal. And he gave us our own Thanksgiving meal. Uh, as I called it on the Friday email, the preeminent Thanksgiving meal that we have is uh, the Lord's Supper. Uh, and of course, uh, some of y'all growing up in different traditions, uh, you've heard it called the Lord's Supper. Some of y'all heard it called communion. Some of y'all heard it called Eucharist. Um, sometimes whenever it's called Eucharist, it's, it's tied to uh, what uh, the Holy Roman Catholic Church uh, calls the sacraments. And so some people are like, we don't want to call it the Eucharist because then it's a sacrament. And we have to be careful about that because really the, the, the thing is, is it became known as Eucharist because when Jesus uh, blessed, uh, he not only blessed the bread and the wine, but he gave thanks. And that comes from this. That comes from this uh, Greek term, Eucharisteo. He gave thanks for the bread. He gave thanks for the wine. And, um, and so before we celebrate this preeminent Thanksgiving meal, I thought we should endeavor uh, to enter ourselves into a time of Thanksgiving. Into our own time of Thanksgiving. And I thought, you know, uh, before we've done things where we've offered testimonies from the congregation, and those are always moving times. Um, and, 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 I, and I would encourage you, uh, y'all should take time uh, with your family and with your friends to give testimonies of Thanksgiving. If somebody is sitting in this room and they've impacted you uh, this last year, they need to hear it from you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thankful for you. Uh, those are good things for us to do. But today, uh, where the Lord has led my heart is to uh, this Thanksgiving hymn. Passage of scripture that I think we could, uh, we could make into a hymn at some point. But this Thanksgiving uh, passage that Paul wrote. Beginning in the book of Ephesians. And we're going to look at it a couple different ways. We're going to look at it in the book of uh, Ephesians in the King James Version. And then we're also going to read through it in the, uh, uh, the NLT, the New Living Translation. And, and, and that's only just so that we could get some different flavors. Some things might pop out differently for us. And here's what I want us to do. As we read this, what I want you to, 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 to ask, and the, the Spirit is like, hey, give me a word or a phrase that I can hold on to. A word or a phrase from this great passage. This is a deep passage of scripture. If I were to set out to preach it today, you better pack a lunch. 
right? Because it is such a deep passage of scripture. There's so much to it. So uh, I'm not going to do a lot of preaching. I might make some comments here and there. But really what I want us to do is I want us to listen to the, to the, to the text, to this, to this faithful brother of ours, the Apostle Paul, who is writing to uh, these Ephesians, uh, mostly Gentiles, just these new believers. And he's writing to encourage them in their faith and to instruct them in their faith. And he begins with this great, uh, I, I would just say this great uh, giving of thanks. He, it, he actually begins it with bless, uh, be the God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless, uh, that word is uh, the same word that we would get the word eulogy from. Let's say a good word about God. Let's say a good word about our God and Father, uh, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So without much further ado, uh, we'll have it up on the screen. Uh, Brother Michael will be swift. He will track, and uh, you can follow along with him. Um, I will read. If you have your, your, your own Bible in front of you, you can read along that way as well. But here's what I want us to do. I want us to listen. Let's listen to what the Spirit draws your attention to. Is there a word, a phrase that God's Spirit points out to you? And this is going to be the thing that we're going to say, Hey, God, you pointed this out to me, and I want to give you thanks for it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. He chose us that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself which was according to the good pleasure of his will and to the praise of the glory of his grace. Wherein, in Jesus, he has made us accepted in the beloved. In whom, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. He has made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself, that in the dispensation, in the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in Christ. In Christ also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. If you pay attention, Paul has been saying, we, we, we. He is about to change to ye. So Paul, when he begins this, is saying some very specific things about he and his team. Uh, possibly, and you will see this in the NLT translation, uh, people have interpreted it to mean that Paul is talking about the Jews, and then he's going to address the Gentiles whenever he says the ye. But, 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 but we could at least say this, that Paul is talking from his team's perspective. Hey, me and, 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 and Barnabas.
Barnabas, and then later me and Silas, me and Timothy. We, we who came and brought you the gospel, we first trusted in Christ. And we have obtained all these things. God, God, it was God's good pleasure to give us all these things. And here's the beautiful moment. If you can understand this, this we and ye uh, transition that's going to happen in this next verse. All these things that we've received, now he's going to say they're all yours too. They're yours as well. Verse number 13 says, in Christ, ye also trusted. In Christ, ye also trusted after that ye had heard the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation. In Christ also after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Let me ask. Would you sit in that for a minute? Would you mind sharing a word or a phrase that you want to give thanks to the Lord for out of this passage? Accepted in the beloved. That's good. Thank you. Anybody else? Snatch on to one. According to the riches of his grace. I heard, um, I was reading some things uh, earlier that grace, sometimes we look at grace uh, as this idea of, you know, God just loves us, so he gives us all this stuff. Sometimes we look at it with that negative target on it. Well, grace is that thing that you get and you don't deserve it. And, uh, and one author has written and said, you know, we really need to see grace more as a force. It includes those things. It's God's goodness and his free love. It's also God, th this thing that none of us earn, none of us deserve, none of us are worthy of. But it's this force, it's this power. It's this, it's, he, he describes it as it's God's transformative power in this world. According to the riches of his transformative power. Anybody else? Let's read through it again. Let's read through it again, but this time we'll, we'll use a different translation. And, um, and uh, this will be out of the uh, NLT. Again, we'll have this up on the screen. One of the reasons why I like to read from different translations sometimes is sometimes we just get so familiar with things, you know? Have you ever found yourself singing a hymn and then the next thing you know, you go, ah, I've never even paid attention to that line. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Um, I've done that, man. Uh, I grew up in this church singing, you know, some great songs and, uh, and never, never once had an inkling of what they were talking about. And then I got older and more mature and I started paying attention. And I was like, this is beautiful. This is wonderful. Sometimes you hear these old hymns recast with new flavor, new melodies, new rhythms, and it can, it can do that same sort of thing. So uh, here we are. We'll read it from the New Living Translation. 
Paul says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. See, it was God's decision that everyone who's in Christ, everyone who's in Christ is holy before him. That's God's choice. It was his good choice before the foundation of this world to say, hey, they're not going to do it on their own, but they can do it in my son. My son will go before them. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. How was our adoption possible? Well, God made an advance plan through Jesus. That's how it's possible. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and he forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to, un, uh, revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ. And this is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. Here's the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Earlier we said that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is God's good plan. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. And now, you Gentiles have also heard the truth. The good news. The good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ... He identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so that we would praise and glorify him. My brothers and my sisters, did anything stick out to you? Did the Spirit speak a word to you during this other reading that you would want to testify before your brothers and sisters today and give thanks for? Yes, ma'am.
have some terrible news with some horrible cancers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's given us an inheritance that is beyond the brain tumors. That's why we can praise and glorify him. Right? Because the brain tumors, though those diverse trials and temptations can be used in his hands to make us more complete, as, as James says. Um, those are not good in and of themselves. But our inheritance is good. And, did y'all catch that? Our inheritance is sure. He's guaranteed our inheritance. You don't have to question whether or not the inheritance is going to be there. He's not going to spend up your inheritance. Uh, Peter tells us our inheritance is preserved for us in heaven and it's kept by the power of God. Who's going to snatch it out of his hands? Get this, you can't even snatch it out of his hands. Anybody else? Yeah. His plan for Jesus to be the one. Right? This plan that he advanced, staged, predetermined through my son Jesus, people will be forgiven. Through my son Jesus, people will be redeemed. Through my son Jesus, he worked out that plan, right? So then that gives us hope about other plans, doesn't it? Did that look like it was going according to plan for Jesus' followers? When he's dragging the cross beam through the city streets of Jerusalem and people are jeering him. When they heard the words, crucify, crucify, crucify him. Did it look like everything was going according to plan? Does it look like things are going according to plan in your life right now? I would imagine that some of us, things are not going according to plan at all. Seems like we've lost the plot. But because he worked out that plan through his son, that gives us hope. He can work out other foolishness, sorrow, heartache, other things that are not going according to plan. He can work it out. Thank you. We have another testimony. 
Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah, why did he do this? He's given us this inheritance, but what he's enabled us to do is to, he's been rich in kindness towards us, and we can be rich in kindness towards others, right? That's good. That's good. If It seems so simple, though, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be kind today. I've tried that once. <laughs> Lasted about five minutes. Had to get right back to it. Brother Paul Ringel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You weren't paying attention the first time? <laughs> preaching next <laughs> telling you it's a beautiful picture thank you y'all have the image there that fallow ground broken up a rich soil underneath that's what god's done with us so good anybody else want to share a word Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this is not a town hall meeting. Oh, uh, no. Listen, I will tell you all. Uh, these remind you of the bitter herbs. All right? Um, there were bitter herbs on the plate. No, I'm just joking. Um, this is m hopefully the last time we'll use these, uh, these cups for communion. Um, we were going to, I was going to do it regular uh, old school style. Um, but, uh, but the flu's been going around. And so I was like, ah, I don't really, I mean, we didn't pass out because of COVID. Um, and, and I had the flu a few weeks ago and I don't wish that upon anybody. Um, you're probably not going to die from it, but you don't want to get sick. And so, uh, so I decided we'll stick with these one more time. And, uh, and it will be our last time that we can say, God, thank you that this is the last time we will ever have to use the, the styrofoam wafer. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else have a serious thing before we...
No, I'm just joking. No, but I do want to, does anybody else have a testimony that you want to share before we proceed? Brother Donnie, I know there's a few people who don't have these. Would you go grab one of those trays there? Brother Mitch, would you go tell um, Brother Mike and Miss Kathy uh, that we're about to do uh, communion so that they can go ahead and come up? I think Brother Bruce and Miss Connie need new one. Anybody else need one? Oh, back there, uh, Brother Terry and Miss Velma. No, sir. I love you. Not you, him. <laughs> Brother Victor's like, what did I do this time? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brother Donnie. I appreciate you. We'll read out of Luke's gospel, chapter number 22, because uh, I particularly love when Jesus, uh, how Luke tells the story about uh, the Passover, the Last Supper, the Lord's Supper, communion, Eucharist, uh, because it begins with this. And Jesus, it says, when the hour was come, Jesus sat down and the 12 apostles with him, and Jesus said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. The desire and desire, it's an intensified desire. With great desire. With intense desire. I've been longing to eat this meal with you. Here's what I would invite us to right now. Now, we don't believe in transubstantiation and, and all that. But isn't it true that God is with us in the person of Jesus through the power of his spirit right now. Is that true? Yes. With desire, Jesus longs to eat this meal with us this morning. This meal that he gave so many years ago so that we could remember him. So that we, in a particular way, could be present with him. So that we could be nourished by him. So that we could be rescued and redeemed by him. 
so that we could be forgiven by him. So that we could be sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise by him. According to his good pleasure. And unto his glory and praise. Jesus said with desire of desire to eat this meal with you before I suffer. For I say unto you I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he said, take this and divide it amongst yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And then he took the bread and he gave thanks. And he broke it and gave it unto them. And he said, this is my body, which is given for you. This do and remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after the saying, he said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. This is our Thanksgiving meal. It's not a feast that we're used to. But it's holy unto the Lord, is it not? Will you all join me in giving a word of thanks before we partake of the elements? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless you, God. We give thanks to you for all that you've given us. Uh, Lord, we know that what you've done in Christ is according to your plan, and we give you thanks. We know that what you've done in Christ has been to uh, uh, break up our fellow ground, to fill us with all spiritual blessings. Uh, Lord, not only so that we could trust in you and receive your forgiveness, your mercy, your pardon, your, your, your freedom, but also so that we could be kind as you've been kind towards us. So we could be wise. So we could be generous. Uh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you have given us your spirit. Your spirit who leads us to all uh, remembrance and knowing of all the things that you have uh, taught us. Of all the things your son taught us and exampled for us. Your spirit who helps us grow in maturity, wisdom and understanding. Uh, we thank you that your spirit uh, gives us gifts so that we could um, continue to do uh, the work of testifying, uh, being living testimonies of who you are, of your son's authority, of your son's mercy, of your son's love. Uh, God, we pray and we thank you for your spirit, which secures for us our hope that there is an inheritance, that in the fullness of time, at the right time, you will gather together in one all things under your son's authority. We look forward to that day. We give you thanks for these things. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you did this 
And it was your good pleasure to do this because you love us. We thank you for loving us. And Lord, today, as we uh, receive your son's body and blood poured out for us afresh, as we receive this newly today, as it were, we do so thanking Jesus for his sacrifice, for his suffering, for his death. We do so thanking you, thanking you for giving your son. We do so thanking the Holy Spirit for enabling Christ to walk the road that was so hard to walk. Uh, we do so in your praise and your glory because you're the one to whom all praise, honor, thanksgiving, and glory are due. We pray these things in the mighty, resurrected name of Jesus. Amen. If you'll peel back the top layer, that will reveal the wafer. We can partake of the wafer, and then we can partake of the cup. My brothers and my sisters, thank you for sharing your testimonies with us today. We pray that the Lord will continue to give you many good reasons to be thankful this week. Uh, we pray that the Lord will keep you in his mercy and grace. As Jesus and his disciples went, they went singing a song. Uh, Brother Mitch is going to lead us. Uh, Jesus Messiah, is that right, Brother Mitch? We'll sing a, a bit of Jesus Messiah. As our praise team comes, let me say this before I go. I'm so thankful for you, Friends of Baptist Church. I pray God blesses you this week. Amen.